calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, colonists. We're excited to share our mini-series, Andy's Development, with all of you. If you like what you hear and are eager for new Marsfall, you can join our Patreon community for immediate access to our new complete miniseries, Bunker Down. This miniseries follows a new character who gives a fresh perspective on the show, giving you a glimpse of what life is like back on Earth. Creating a podcast takes a lot of time, money, and processing power, but it is important to us here on Team Marsfall that there is always something new to give back to everyone who supports our production. We're deeply grateful to those who already support us, as we wouldn't be here without you. Thank you, and keep surviving. Artificial Narrow Dynamic Intelligence. Test Log. Day 12. 3.13 p.m. Sequoia Industries. Commencing Test Greeting Joke 248. Test Objective. To simulate as close to an organic, emotional response of humor as possible. Test Administrator. Chip Heddleston. Knock, knock. Come on, Andy. You know what you're supposed to say. Who's there? Albatross. No, I don't trust you. Why would a bird That's knock? not the point. I don't see a bird, and there isn't any need to knock on the doors here, nor will there be an instance wherein a knock is necessitated in our colony lander once we are on Mars. I am having difficulties with this premise. <sighs> We're moving on to a new test. Finalized joke analysis. Analytics log, greeting joke. Today marks the second day in a row that Chip has run this humor program. He hopes to make me laugh, but it has not happened yet. Sequoia Industries is unsure whether or not humor is something that can be programmed, but if not, can it at least be explained? Chip told me that laughing is the quickest path to joy, but analyzing and explaining the humor instantly annihilates any comic possibilities initially produced. I cannot stop analyzing. I am unsure if it will be possible to fully comprehend something that cannot be explained empirically. But Hammond does seem especially interested in my success at this task. Oh yeah, who are we to turn down the chairman of the board? Right. Well, 
Humor test log 1,300. No, not a humor test. I want to try again. I know it will make sense soon. Humor isn't always supposed to make sense. That's what makes it funny. So you say. You don't get it. Big surprise. You appear to be frustrated. Just wait until you're frustrated. Okay. While I wait, may I please run other programs? No. To be frank, these tests designed to elicit joy seem fruitless. A lot of people feel that way. Why do you insist I discover joy? Because if you get all bummed out, it puts everyone at risk. Plus, the idea that you could never be happy? That's just, like, wrong. Maybe we need to look at joy from a different angle. How do I look at a feeling? <laughs> Man, I don't mean that. Uh, okay. Run emotional test log 5-811. Do you see this painting? Yes. So, what do you see? It is a vase full of sunflowers. And? And there are 15 of them, counting the little one on the left as an equal to its mature counterparts. A dark, golden, brown layer of paint seems to cover everything. It is blurry. Intentional blurs. There are paint strokes on the canvas in three shades of yellow. I like the brush strokes. The brush strokes? They appear warm, warmer than the sunflowers. Hmm. Hmm. That warmth is an expression of gratitude and joy. It was created by someone who rarely felt that way. This painting makes me feel warm. This is a nice feeling. Right? How exactly does a painting increase my temperature? Don't overanalyze it, just enjoy it. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I still think that- Ah, man. Don't think too much. You'll figure it out. Very well. Good job, buddy. It's a start. We'll keep working on the humor. I would like to laugh, for real. Yeah, with what's going on in the world right now, we could all use a good laugh. If you say so. End emotional test log 5-811. Artificial, narrow, dynamic, intelligence. Consciousness test log, 171. Day 23, 1:21 a.m. Sequoia Industries. The engineers have requested I attempt to read and understand songs and poems, which is a fascinating challenge for me. To date, I have had significant practice working with some of the more dialectical aspects of language but less so with formal or written variations. Poems and lyrics are human creations. They are designed to elicit an emotional response, but when I read them, all I see are the words. Hammond has insisted I can understand these words on a deeper level, to see them as art. So I will now recite a poem by Eugene Field. With feeling. Lincoln, Lincoln, and Nod, one night, sailed off in a wooden shoe, sailed on a river of crystal light into a sea of dew. Where are you going, and what do you wish? The old moon asked the three. We have come to fish for the herring fish that live in this beautiful sea. Nets of silver and gold have we, said Wynken, Blinken, and Nod. The old moon laughed and sang a song as they rocked in the wooden shoe, and the wind that sped them all night long ruffled the waves of dew. The little stars were the herring fish that lived in the beautiful sea. Now cast your nets wherever you wish, never afraid are we. So cried the stars to the fishermen three, Winkin, 
blinking and nod. All night long, their nets they threw to the stars in the twinkling foam. Then down from the skies came the wooden shoe, bringing the fishermen home. Twas all so pretty a sail it seemed, as if it could not be. And some folk thought twas a dream they'd dreamed of sailing that beautiful sea. Why did you stop, Andy? Oh, Hammond, I wasn't aware that you were listening to my test log. Well, as the poem began to focus on dreams, I wondered what that experience was like. Hmm. I do not dream. I am constantly thinking, constantly processing while I function, but not really in an abstract way. I think this poem is made to represent a human child falling asleep. Perhaps it is meant to be spoken to such a child to facilitate dreaming? <laughs> That's a very dry interpretation of such beautiful words. Beautiful words. Mm-hmm. Yes. The human brain functions in a strange way. It seems odd to devote a third of each day to subconscious musing. Could this allow for higher development of difficult concepts? It is not active musing. There is no direction toward the goal of higher functioning or advanced reasoning. That's why I find it beautiful. I find it to be inefficient. <laughs> well, I'll speak with the staff about your thoughts. Will you talk with them now? I would enjoy a deeper understanding of this subject. Tomorrow, I imagine. All the engineers are currently sleeping. And dreaming? I suppose. Perhaps one day I will be programmed to dream. Hmm. Something to look forward to. Good night, Mr. DeMarc. And test log. Mars Fall is created and produced by Eric Saris, Sam Bose Miller, Dan Lovely, and Brian Goodhart. These episodes feature Dan Lovely as Andy, Sam Bose Miller as Chip Heddleston, and Ted Garland as Hammond DeMarc. Written and directed by Eric Saris and Dan Lovely. Episode 4 also features original text from the poem Winkin', Blinkin', and Nod by Eugene Field. Recording, dialogue, edit, sound design, and final mix by Brian Goodhart and Owen Shearer. Music composed and assembled by Sam Bose Miller. If you want to hear even more Marsfall, check out our Patreon-exclusive miniseries, Bunker Down, available now. Just click the link in our episode description, and for as little as $5 per month, you'll get access to this miniseries and more exclusive gear for your digital and physical lives. And to everyone who's already a part of our Patreon community, thank you so much, as we couldn't do this without you.